journey with don't stop believing impossible is just a word no? it's just a word you can do anything that you set your mind to almost anything as long as it is uh, something that is feasible and humanly possible to do then you are most definitely able to do it and our guest today has proven that Karabo Unguyuza is a young South African woman living with a disability she's a motivational speaker and an entrepreneur the founder and managing director of Adang Holdings a company that has three divisions currently logistics events management and uh, Adang guest house welcome thank you so much for coming through thank you very much and thanks for having me Ooh, but around the around the ESAPC trying to look for a studio set for the whole hour you are kidding me <laughs> interesting yeah. though and did you have did you have anybody try and help because you're walking you're using crutches did anybody say i'll show you the way not really hey? not really when you know when people see persons with disabilities they just ignore you and they walk away from you he's like they still have that thing bando yeah. yeah also i suppose it's because we don't quite know how to respond sometimes you don't want to treat the person like an imbecile or like a child and so you think they're fine let them you know carry on with their daily life other times you're thinking um, maybe I should help but I don't know how to approach so even before we get into this conversation maybe you can advise us what's the best thing to do how should we confront you um, the best thing I believe is you have to ask first you know um, you just can't come to me for example I'm on a wheelchair and you just push me you don't even know where I'm going you don't even greet me first you have to greet me and ask if you can help and then I'll give you permission to sometimes I don't need help I need to be on myself but then you find that people are invading in your space and it's very difficult to deal with those mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so asking that's always yes. a, it's always a good idea I think so too because you respect to the person's space as well <laughs> tell me about the origins of Adang Holdings how did you become an entrepreneur <laughs> Oh, well, um, as a person with a disability, I got tired of working in the workplace whereby um, persons with disabilities have been discriminated for their condition. We've been looked down on in everything. And um, I remember this one incident that made me to say, you know what, I'm done. One of my managers said to me, you are the worst employee I've ever had, you know, and the fact that you have a disability is none of my business. You know, so then, you know, I went home and I cried and I called my mom. I'm like, mom, this is what happened. And she said to me, you know, my son, my daughter, I, I never gave birth to someone who's going to work. I'm going to, I gave birth to an entrepreneur. It should be a manager by now because my mother's a business person as mm. well. So I always used to complain to her this and this and this and this. So she motivated me. So there and there I made a decision that, you know what, I'm not going to work anymore. I'm going to start my business. And then from there, I never looked back. And tell you what, I never regretted the decision, even though it's very challenging because there are certain businesses that you cannot venture into because of your condition. But I really try by all means. Mm. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the work that you do. So maybe give me a, a day in the life of Carabo. What are some of the things that you do? Does it involve answering phone calls? Does it involve driving around? What does your typical day look like? Okay, so um, as for at the Atangest house, um, I have to... In the morning uh, I have to go and manage first before I go anywhere else I have to go that I make sure that my clients are there because some of the clients they want to interact with you as the manager 
other than when they're dealing with anyone else. You have to go there, check if they slept well, if they're good with breakfast and everything. And then after that, it will involve like to check if the uh, environment is good, um, did they sleep well, is the place clean and everything. And then after that, and then I move to the logistics side of things. I have to make sure that the truck drivers, they're in there on time <laughs> and they have loaded and they're out on the road. They go the right addresses. They have all the resources they need. And then after that, now I, now I come to my personal businesses, which is motivating and writing because uh, I'm also an author. I make sure that I'm writing something today. I'm taking a video for my Instagram and Twitter. And then I have to make sure that during the day I call off all of them, all the managers. Are you guys still fine? Do you need my help? This and this. And I have to go and focus on my books as well. So it's my a whole lot of things that is word, happening. Yeah. I hardly have time. I I'm don't getting know. tired just <laughs> listening to you. Just listening to you. I'm already fatigued. Mm. So tell me a little bit about the the challenges that you may face. Um, number one, as a, a female who's an entrepreneur. Number two, as a black female entrepreneur. And then the third, being a black female entrepreneur with a disability. What are some of the challenges that you face? The challenges are, first of all, you are young and you have people There's who that are, dynamic as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you have to now manage a 50-year-old man or mm. a 30-something-year-old lady. Literally, you are the same age as their sons and daughters mm. and you have to give them instruction. And in our culture, you have to respect an elderly person. And sometimes as a manager, you have to have that... Um, um, that management skills to say, you know what, when you're wrong, you're wrong. And I'm going to tell you that you're wrong, whether you're old or not, you have mm -hmm. to do the right thing. And um, in the corporate side of things, for example, I went to a meeting a week ago into one of the truck industries. We had a meeting and because of the logistics side is a male dominated industry. Mm. Tell you what, I was the only female there mm. and we were like a group of 20 so in all the 19, it was men. I was the only lady in the boardroom and I'm the young one and I'm also black. Already, mm. they were, you won't have a say. I remember when I got there, I said, no, CC, when I at the registry side, they said, no, CC, PAs are not allowed. I'm like, no, I'm not a PA. I'm also a truck owner. I'm also part of this. They're like, are you sure in the right meeting? I'm like, yes. So even in the meeting when you have to raise um, a point because mm. you're a lady already, they shut you down. You have nothing to say and all this. So it's very challenging. And for example, I also have a logistic co um, construction company. The other day I got this contract whereby we had to make build we have to make a renovation in one of the buildings and it was like on the fourth floor and unfortunately they didn't have lifts and for oh. me to go there every day to go and check if everything is fine there are no uh, I have to use steps every day and the building was not friendly for my disability and the people that I was working with so there's a whole lot of challenges that are facing me as a person with disability people will look down on you people don't have they don't believe in you some of them they want you to do f uh, work for, for free because you are a disabled person and you are a pity case. You, you know? must be grateful for the opportunity. Exactly. Ooh. And you find that, for example, um, we had one event whereby it was a motivational event. One of the people that I was working, I was sharing a stage with, they got paid um, 10 times than I did, you know, um, 
simply because I'm a disabled person, therefore I have to go there and motivate everyone for free. And the other person has to get paid a lot of money and all that. So there's a lot of challenges that I'm that mm. we face every day in the business side. Mm-hmm. <coughs> How do you not let that affect you? Um, <laughs> you know what? Um, I believe that it, 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 it ends here, right here and here. Gone are those days whereby we have to be discriminated. Gone are those days whereby we have to be um, discriminated because we have a certain condition. We all have 24 hours a day. We all live in this free South Africa that we voted for. So you're not going to look down on me because of my condition. And I don't allow that to happen to me. If someone is giving me that attitude, I really address the issues to say, you know what, I am a South African. I contribute to the South Africa as much as you do. Therefore, I'm not going to allow you to do that to me. Mm. And I'm here to represent persons with disability because we've been suffering for so long. When is it going to stop? So it begins with me and it ends here. Mm. So I try by all means that when I see a problem, I address it there and there. And I also have a team of people that I'm working with that we go around communicating with persons with disability that are in the business side Mm. to say, guys, what are the challenges that you face? Is there something that we can do? Because we keep on motivating people to do business. But when they do business and they face these challenges, and they don't know where to go then it's a problem again so we go around we help them we address this issue and we try by all means to solve them and we try to get our government to also help us there and there sometimes I'm going to go into detail uh, when we come back uh, some of those possible solutions uh, that you may have been uh, thinking about with your team in just a moment we're going to take a quick ad break more on this conversation when we return Reason to be cheerful. 1 to 3 p.m. Ayanda Ali Payne on SAFM. Four minutes to two. This is our life economics section where we talk about all the things that have to do with economics, but your life as well. We're focusing on disability and entrepreneurship. How do you navigate the two? Do you have a personal experience? Can you share some of your stories? Someone who's doing just that with us in studio today is Garabo. Garabo is a businesswoman extraordinaire. She is into logistics. She is into uh, tourism and hospitality. She's got a, a, a guest house and she also is a motivational speaker she's an author and she does all of that as a young black woman who is living with a disability Carabo, just before the break you spoke to us about how you meet with so many um, uh, people in South Africa who also live with disabilities and you urge them to get into business and they share with you some of the challenges that they experience what sort of solutions do you have to those challenges and what are those issues that they face um, the challenges that most of them face is, first of all, most of them don't have necessary skills or needed skills. So what we do in that, we have a mentorship program that we're running. Then we get all the entrepreneurs to come in the register and then we give them training for at least uh, four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Then they come for training and we give them all the necessary skills. And then they address issues that they have. For example, some of the things is uh, unfair treatment from uh, the customer side or the supplier side. And then we go in there and stand in a gap. We set a meeting with them and we sit down with them and we help them. Some of them we find that it's funding and then we try and we get funding for them. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of challenges out there. So, But then with the mentorship program that we have, 
we really try to come up with all the solutions because we also have professionals that have been in the industry for so long. Mm-hmm. We also have psychologists that help us emotionally and physically so as well. So there's a whole lot of challenges that um, we they face. And I can say for now, we are happy to say the solutions are really um, are really helping through mm-hmm. this mentorship program as well. And how are we doing as a country? Because there are so many uh, kinds of disabilities, right? And there are physical, there are those that are psychological. Um, there are just so many. They are varied. And like I said in the opening, sometimes we don't know how to respond to them. Those who are able-bodied, even that word, you know, we don't know. Do we call someone differently abled? Do we call them disabled? Or how do we refer to those people? So some Sometimes South Africans who who don't have that experience of living with a disability just simply don't know how to react. How are we doing as a country? Are we doing enough when it comes to awareness? Are we doing enough when it comes to the infrastructure? Uh, Or do you think there's a lot of work that still needs to be done? There is a lot of work that needs to be done. There is a whole lot of work. For example, working into the studio, it was kind of a challenge as well Mm. as a person with disability. We still suffer from accessibility you know um for example our public transport is still a problem going around to the banks to the malls to the shops just walking around the street is still a challenge so there's still a lot of work that um south africa needs to do when it's come to this field as well and they must also involve us because i understand as much as they're trying to come up with solutions they're not involving us and they don't know the challenges that we personally uh, we personally face mm. for example if you make a parking it has to be a certain size you can't just draw that wheelchair sign there and say it's a a parking for a disabled person, but it's not the right size. You know, mm. you find that there's a ramp, but it's too high. Yeah. I can't come with a wheelchair. You know, so even though it is there, but it's useful for me, it's not useful for me because I can't even use it. So yeah. South Africa has a long way to go, really. Where do we find you? Those who want to uh, be in touch with you, maybe they need your advice, uh, maybe they need your suggestion, maybe they need your business services. Uh, where can people find you? Okay, um, I am at Karawanguyuza on Facebook. Nguyuza spelled N-G-U-Y-U-Z-A. Twitter and Instagram is Karawanguyuza. And my guest house is in Tembisa. It's at Atang Guest House in Tembisa. And all my services, Atang Guest House, Atang Logistics, Atang Construction, everything is Atang. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's so. And my number is 071. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, sorry, 071. Mm-hmm. 471. 071470. 2717. 2717. Yes. Everything are done. Otherwise, Garabo Ngu use on all the social media platforms. That number is 071 It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. We're a little bit late for news. What's new, you might say? It's a minute after two.